meditation this Sunday in the Magnificat by Bishop Barron. So before Bishop Barron became the bishop in Winona, Minnesota, he was auxiliary bishop out in Los Angeles, and he shared that while he was out in California, he got to visit Ronald Reagan's ranch near Santa Barbara. He was on a tour of the ranch. He said the ranch was very beautiful, but he was struck how rustic the house was. It was very simple and small. And he mentioned to the tour guide, I can't imagine as refined as Nancy Reagan was that she liked coming here to the ranch very much. And the tour guide, to his surprise, said, oh no, Nancy loved the ranch. He said, she loved it because he loved it. You see, when you love somebody, you love what they love. Well, if we're going to love God with all of our heart, mind, and soul, we should love what God loves. Who does God love? God loves everyone. This is why the Bible says, if anyone says he loves God and hates his brother, he is a liar. So we can't say we love God and be holding grudges against people and despising people. This is what Bishop Aaron says. If you haven't fallen in love with God, we will probably find a lot of people not to our liking. Well, this is kind of a barometer of our love for God. How do we love other people? You see, these two commandments are inseparable. So Jesus is the head of the body. We are members of his body. Well, we can't just say, well, Jesus, I love you. I love the head, but you know what? I really don't like your body. No. The head and the body are one. And so these two commandments are inseparable. St. Teresa of Avila was praying and she said, Lord, how do I know that I really love you? And the response she heard from God, by the way, you love your neighbor. This is how we know we love God. Okay, I want to focus in on that first of the two great commandments, to love God with all of our heart, mind, and soul, and just share one way that we can show love for God is by making a total consecration of our life to Jesus through Mary. I'll describe this a little more, but first, there's a priest that's working in youth ministry, young adult ministry, and he was commiserating how difficult it is for young people today to make a commitment and actually sign up for something because he said they're always looking for a B.O., and I said, what in the world does a B.O.? He said, it's a better offer. I said, well, growing up, B.O. meant something else for me. It was body odor. <laughs> but here's the idea. Let's not make a commitment. Let's play the field in case a better offer comes about. Well, love is shown and expressed by a commitment. Imagine a woman dating a guy, and they're going out on multiple days, and the woman discovers this guy is non-committal. He's playing the field. He's keeping his eyes out for a B.O., for a better offer. Someone better might come around. Well, that relationship's not going to go anywhere. You see, love is expressed by a steadfast commitment, by loyalty, by fidelity. This is the love God has for us. So love is expressed 
principally now through a commitment and covenant in good times and in bad, in sickness and in health, for better, for worse, for richer, for poorer. This is the love God has for us. And he's calling us to this total love for him. Can you imagine what God feels like when we don't show up here for Mass on Sunday because we have a B.O.? Hey, I got a better offer. I got cheap tickets. I got a dance recital. I got a soccer game to attend to. Are we fickle in our love for God, always in search for distractions, looking for something better, rather than really committing ourselves totally to the Lord, who's totally committed to us? You see, Jesus never speaks in fractions. He doesn't say, you know, you're doing pretty good if you love me with half your heart. You know, as long as you love me with a quarter of your strength or a third of your mind. No, he wants everything because he's given everything for us. See, this is our response in love for God who's given his life to us. Now, the total consecration to Jesus through Mary, the sisters came to me and they said, Father, we want to lead our whole parish in consecrating ourselves totally to Jesus through Mary on December 8th, the celebrity of the Immaculate Conception of the Blessed Virgin Mary. I said, that's a beautiful idea. Can you imagine the graces that will shower down, rain down upon our parish if as a parish we totally consecrate ourselves to the Lord? God is never outdone in generosity, so if we make a total self-offering, He's going to give us so much more in return. Now, a couple things to prepare to make this consecration on December 8th. First, in order to consecrate ourselves to God, we must first come to a deeper understanding of God's love for us. God has given us everything. He's laid down his life for us. Jesus has totally consecrated himself to us. He's held nothing back. He offered his life for us on the cross. So our consecration to Jesus is a response to first knowing his total love for us. Open our hearts, all of us. Let's open our hearts to know God's love. And then we respond in consecration. Secondly, if we're going to make this consecration on December 8th, we have to prayerfully prepare. In fact, there is a 33-day prayerful preparation. Now, if you work back from December 8th, we are going to begin this prayerful preparation on Sunday, November 5th. So, we're going to have booklets available with the prayers for 33 days. These booklets will be available, hopefully, ideally by the Holy Day. If not, next Sunday, we'll have these here for you. We actually have 500 of these, and they sold out after 5 o'clock and 7.30 Mass today. So, pick up your booklets next Sunday as we begin this consecration. So, parents, lead your children in this, and then we have prayer cards so that the children in your family can join along. You know, one of my heartfelt desires is to really get our families praying together. Family prayer is the remedy to so many of our cultural ills, to our fear and anxiety and feelings of isolation. Prayer is an intimate moment as a family where we draw close to one another. We remember God is with us, dispelling the fears that often overwhelm us. 
And what a relief to our anxiety to pray together. This is a source of strength and grace for us. Part of the consecration is going to be committing for these 33 days to praying the rosary as, the, as a family. This is going to be a beautiful grace. Now, I want to give my own testimony. So I did this total consecration for the first time in 1997. Many of you know my vocation story. So I left the seminary in 97 after being in the seminary for nearly five years. And I came back to Kansas City and was working as an engineer. And I don't even know why I did this, but I took up and did this total consecration. Now, have you had this experience where often we look in hindsight and we begin to connect the dots? Well, after I did this total consecration, two events happened in my life. One was I really experienced the inbreaking of God's grace, His saving grace delivering me from sin, and I began feeling like I was walking in freedom with Christ. And then I had an experience one day where I knew without a doubt that God was calling me to be a priest. And I look back, and it was all the fruit of this total consecration to Jesus through Mary. So, I put that out to you. If you're discerning, what is my purpose? What is my vocation? Where am I heading in my life? I'm dealing with this struggle. I'm struggling in my marriage. Whatever is happening in your life, we want to just offer our lives totally to God. Take this time of prayer. And Jesus is going to bless us so much. Jesus came to us through Mary. We go back to Jesus through Mary. The Lord is not outdone in generosity. As we consecrate ourselves to Him, He, in turn, pours Himself out for us.